You're listening to episode 163 of the Tennis Files podcast. Eight ways to generate massive topspin. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Files Podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mehrban Iranshad. Hey everybody, you're listening to another episode of the Tennis Files Podcast. We are at episode 163, and today's episode is about the eight ways to generate massive topspin. And I was brainstorming and looking over emails and feedback that I've received over the years about what the Tennis Foss community needs help on in their tennis games. And I noticed that quite a few of you mentioned wanting to improve your topspin production. And my topspin ground strokes are a huge weapon for me. So I figured that I would share my knowledge with you about how you can generate more topspin. And I will reveal eight ways that you can do that on this episode. And I'm also going to be making a video about how to generate more topspin soon on YouTube that'll show you, uh, you know, step-by-step how to do that and the different ways. And to check that video out, you can go to tennisfoz.com slash YouTube and hit the subscribe button and notification bell icon. So that way, you'll be notified via email as soon as I publish that video and you can check it out. So question before we get into the actual ways of generating topspin. Um, why would you want to generate more topspin? And I certainly don't think that you want to be obsessed over creating as much topspin as possible. Um, and you have to consider your playing style and how topspin may or may not be able to help you achieve better results with your playing style. But my game's success is based in large part on the amount of topspin that I've been been able to create and generate on my ground strokes, especially my forehand. And a lot of players, especially in USTA leagues, have told me that they find my forehand very heavy and tough to deal with. So obviously, topspin is a very important aspect of the game for me, and I think it is very important for tennis overall. And I know that a lot of you either struggle to generate topspin or you want to generate more topspin. And so this is why, in looking at the feedback that I've gotten, I figured that I should do an episode on the eight ways to generate massive topspin, and I hope you really enjoy it. So um, before we get into that list, here's a list of seven reasons why I, actually six reasons why I love topspin. First off, topspin helps you hit higher over the net. And then secondly, and relatedly, obviously, hitting higher over the net reduces hitting into the net errors. Topspin also helps keep the ball inside the court, which helps prevent you from hitting the ball out. Topspin also makes the ball heavier to handle for your opponents, as I mentioned, where my opponents have complained about my forehand in particular. And you just simply have to physically work harder to hit topspin shots back. Uh, More often than not, they're going to be shoulder height or higher and that takes more work than just having these balls that are waist level and uh, much easier to handle with with no spin or less spin. 
Uh, number five is heavy topspin shots will eventually cause your opponents to cough up a short ball unless they're ridiculously good or produce an error, especially when you hit the ball deep with topspin. And it is also harder to time a heavy topspin ball to time hitting one. Uh, if, if your opponent hits one to you, it's harder to time hitting it back um, because of the sharp bounce that these topspin shots take. So you obviously do still want to make sure that you're hitting through the ball when you're hitting topspin. Otherwise, your topspin shots will not make it very far and they'll lack sufficient pace and depth. So you do need to experiment and find the right range for you in terms of and the amount of topspin and the amount of that you hit through the ball that works well for you and your game. So now on to the list of the eight ways to generate more topspin. And the first way is to tweak your grip. And you can do this gradually in terms of uh, the change and in terms of uh, how far you change your grip. But you can generate topspin with just about any grip. So let's get at that out of the way right now. Uh, it's not that you can't generate topspin if you have uh, an Eastern grip, which uh, Roger Federer does quite well. But Tweaking your grip by turning it more towards a semi-western or western grip will make it much easier to generate topspin. And in basic terms, especially for any beginners listening to this podcast uh, who aren't familiar with the with grips uh, and you know where to put the ra- the um you know your your hand in relation to the racket. So what I would advise is for right-handers, uh, you hold the racket with your normal forehand grip that you have, and then hold the racket throat uh, of the racket with your left hand just to stabilize it, and then turn your grip a bit to the right, perhaps uh, one full bevel's worth or half a bevel, um, which are, you know, the flat surfaces on the the grip. And uh, obviously for left-handers, you just want to reverse this process and shift your grip to the left. And so you'll find that the the Western grip is going to be the, the bottom most bevel if you're holding your uh, racket uh, like a hammer, Uh, you'll have that that bottom bevel at the bottom be the Western grip. And then the one to the right of that is semi-Western. But again, you know, you can start with your current grip and then just move it a little bit um, in in the the direction towards the semi-Western or Western side. And then what this will do is it will uh, slightly close off the racket head of the racket more, which will generate more topspin. It'll help you do that. And obviously, we'll get into more keys to th- that will uh, determine whether you can hit more topspin. But this tweak of the grip, I mean, if you just simply hit a shot with an Eastern and then you move your, your grip a little bit um, in, in the proper direction uh, towards that Western or semi-Western grip, and then you hit the ball again, you're going to find that pretty much automatically you're going to be generating more topspin. And then it's just a matter of adjusting your swing path. So that is uh, the first way to generate more topspin. The second way is to get the racket head under the ball more. And this was very interesting for me um, as I examined my strokes via video, which is very important. And at one point, I was hitting every single backhand flat with very little topspin. It was actually a really big struggle for me. And no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get really any, hardly any topspin on my backhand. It was really annoying. Uh, however, when I watched video of my backhand, I noticed that, you know, looking at the backswing and then before contact, my racket head was never 
really lower than the ball. In fact, many shots, for many shots, my racket head was was above the ball right before impact, and then the most that I brought it down before impact was level with the ball. However, topspin is best achieved with a low to high swing path. So if the racket head is lower than the ball, then you can better achieve that type of swing path and actually brush up underneath the ball. So obviously you can do this many different ways. Um, you know, just consciously dropping the, the racket head um, before you make impact will help you a lot. And obviously bending your knees and things like that to help you get that racket head lower will also help. But yes, get the racket head under the ball uh, more to get more topspin. The third way to generate more topspin is to make sure to turn your hips and shoulders to generate more spin and power. And the thing here is that too many players don't execute the proper unit turn. They start the strokes with their arms and they move those back, but they don't use their hips and shoulders to actually initiate the turn. And it's, you're going to be, it's going to be your hips and shoulders that will help you load up. And then when you release that energy into the ball, you're going to get the most amount of, of um, racket head speed if you utilize your hip and shoulder turn properly. And for me, you know, the reason why I have such a heavy topspin forehand starts with that proper unit turn, which I do a better job of on my forehand, just more naturally, I guess, through more practice and more reps on my forehand side. And so when I lead with my hips and shoulders, I'm able to load into a very powerful position that allows me to unleash the racket and produce a ton of topspin. And I like to think of these words, which I encourage you to think about, um, you know, as you're practicing and, and, you know, playing on the court, think of the words load and explode. And this will help you psychologically uh, and mentally to help you load your back leg properly and transfer that power forward. And then um, and an actual exercise to help you uh, turn your hips and shoulders properly to get uh, more power and then hence more uh, spin on the ball is to do some medicine ball throws with a heavy enough weight uh, of that medicine ball. Um, obviously, you don't want like a half pound medicine ball, but get one that's heavy enough for you. And then using two hands, you, you, you do these medicine ball throws mimicking forehands and backhands. These are fantastic you know, tennis specific fitness exercises here. And you'll find that you'll be forced to rotate your hips and shoulders properly. Otherwise, you won't be able to throw the ball very far if you don't do that. Now, tip number four for generating more topspin is to reduce tension in your body. And when you are tight, you're not going to be able to produce much topspin. And this is a key reason why over the years I haven't produced as much topspin on my backhand as well. So, you know, we talk about uh, in the previous uh, couple tips ago, um, you know, getting underneath the ball uh, was one thing that I found on video for my backhand that I needed to do. The second thing was um, being a little bit too tight on the backhand side. So I was comparing my, my backhand to my forehand and I was asking myself, why is my backhand lacking that topspin and power? And you know, one of the keys was, uh, you know, I kind of thought also about how did I feel when I was hitting the ball. And I realized that I was much looser, much more flowing on the forehand. You know, on the other hand, my backhand, I was gripping the racket tighter. I felt more tense when I was hitting it. 
Um, and, and so, you know, again, this is very important to, to videotape yourself. It's cheap and easy, you know, just use a cell phone, which I just cracked the screen. Fantastic. But anyway, yeah, so you do want to reduce the tension in your body and, and you can do this by taking a few deep breaths and dropping your degree of tightness in your arms by a level or two, as well as your shoulders, um, the grip, you want to grip it a little bit looser, the racket, uh, handle and, and just your body overall. Um, and yeah, just reduce that tension level a little bit, experiment, you know, you can experiment with being super loose, with super tight, and then you can figure out that level of one to 10 and then, you know, try to go to like a seven and a five or so forth. And then you'll find out that you'll be able to generate more power and spin if you are not so tight. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Tip number five for producing more topspin. The faster you swing, the more topspin you're going to generate. And this makes me think immediately of players serving as well. And the second serve, you know, when you just see them dink the ball in the court, uh, those have no spin on them, right? But, you know, the, the top players and, you know, high-level players, um, they're swinging, you know, just as fast on their second serve, but they're hitting uh, spin on it, you know, topspin or slice. And so this goes the same way for your ground strokes too, which I suppose that's what we're kind of thinking about um, the most when we're thinking about generating top spin. So you have to figure out what types of things you can do to generate a, factor, a faster swing, and it'll probably involve working on one or more of the tips that I have previously mentioned already. And again, use that phrase load and explode. Um, and that will definitely help you swing faster. You know, you're going to load the body with the proper unit turn. And you're going to unleash all that stored energy and you're going to explode into the ball. And you're obviously going to have that, uh, you know, that racket head underneath the ball. And then you're going to swing fast. And that's the key. And then you're going to generate that spin and those RPMs. So don't be afraid of swinging too, you know, really fast and hitting the ball out because the faster you swing, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, the more topspin that you're going to generate, and then hence the ball will come back down faster and uh, much less of a chance for it to sail out with that topspin bringing the ball back down to the court. Number six for generating more topspin is to reduce your string tension. Um, and this is, you know, this has been debated, um, but I've found that in my experience, I generate more topspin when my racket strings are, are strung um, on the lower side rather than too tightly. I mean, first off, I find that when my racket is strung too tightly, I feel like I have arm issues too as well. So, um, and many pros these days are stringing their rackets um, at much lower tensions. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
I've even seen, um, I think one of the Canadian doubles players, I think Hazard's in the 20s or even teens. It's really insane. But a lot of pros are stringing at, in their 30s, uh, 30s and 40s pounds, that is, for their string tension. And so um, what I have found and also, you know, research as well is that a lot of these strings aren't able to give us maximum spin, not to mention also power as well, unless we string them at low enough tensions. And if these str strings are strung too tightly, especially this cross strings, then the mains won't be able to move and snap back into place enough to hit much spin. Uh, so again, this is from my experience. Um, I have seen, you know, because I like to obviously research what I'm talking about a little bit too, not a little bit, a good amount. Um, you know, I, I've seen some people say that they think that um, higher string tension produces more topspin. So it is debatable, but this is again, kind of what I have experienced and, and found. And yeah, let me know what you think as well about this point. And yeah, so I would say if you are having uh, trouble generating topspin, obviously the technical uh, aspects that we talked about, uh, those are probably more important, I would say, much more important, but then you can also experiment with your string tension as well to further the effect of the spin. Tip number seven is to get a racket with a more open string pattern. And this one is definitely um, proven to, to work pretty well. So the more open the string pattern is, the more spin that you're going to get. Uh, so if you have trouble generating spin, you can try a 16 by 18, a 16 by 19, or a 16 by 20 string pattern. And I've played primarily with the 16 by 19, and then the past couple years, 16 by 20. A little bit more control with the 16 by 20, but um, there's a ton of rackets that are made in the 16 by 19. even control-oriented rackets that you think of like the uh, Wilson Blade and the uh, Babolat Pure Control, those ones still have 16 by 19 string patterns, which they advertise and which they do uh, give you more, uh, more spin. And the 18 by 20 string patterns are just more control-oriented because of the denser string pattern. So there's you know, to simplify it, there's more strings and then you see the squares in between, they're smaller. So more denser string pattern. Uh, these give you better string durability, which is a good plus, and then more control. However, they don't generate as much string, uh, as much topspin for you. And also, uh, you know, with fewer strings, uh, you have uh, more snapback. So obviously, you have more strings with 18 by 20, less snapback. So here are some examples of some rackets with a more open string pattern. Well, I have talked already about the uh, Wilson Blade and the Pure Control 16 by 19s. You also have the Pure Arrow 16 by 19. You can generate a lot of spin with that racket. Obviously, you have um, not Rafael Nadal using that racket, and he's generating loads of spin. Although I believe he uses a 15 gauge string, 15L. Um, it's a tidbit there for for you there. Uh, and then the Pure Arrow VS I mentioned, 16 by 20, still produces a lot of spin. I use that. Like I said, my game is predicated upon um, having a heavy topspin shot. And then the uh, Yonex E-Zone 100 at 16 by 19 is also a good choice as well. So hopefully those are some rackets for you all um, that you can check out and use and produce more topspin. And then point number eight is to experiment with different strings because I mean, I'd like to ask you what strings are you using now? Are they polyester? Are they synthetic gut? Uh, less likely probably, uh, unless you're country club <laughs> rich folk, um, natural gut. 
um, or if you're sponsored maybe. Uh, and then also how thin or thick are the strings? And there are plenty of different types of strings out there that help you produce more spin. Polyester strings in particular are known to help generate a lot more spin. A lot of pros are using uh, polyester string, um, whether in a hybrid setup with natural gut or some other string or in a full bed. I actually use a full bed myself, um, although I'm probably going to experiment again with the hybrid setup, but we will see. Uh, and polyester strings are known to help generate more spin because the texture of polyester strings exert more friction on the ball helping grip the ball better. I actually remember uh, one of my, uh, you know, somebody who I, well, actually Tim, who I gave my rackets to string before I had a string machine, and he tried to explain this to me, and I like, didn't really understand, um, but now I understand it a bit better. Um, and, and so polyester strings also have more snapback against the ball, um, and polyester strings are lower powered as well, and so they require higher swing speeds to generate pace, thereby making you hit more spin as well. And some examples of polyester strings that I've personally played with or tested, which I which tend to help you produce more spin. Um, so again, I played with all of these, and I like them. RPM Blast, also RPM Rough, and then Selenko Tourbite is very good. They also have a... Oh, wait, sorry. It's a different string. Yeah. So Selenko Tourbite is very good. Uh, Vocal Cyclone, and then Vocal Cyclone Tour is a softer version of that, but those... Uh, four strings there are very good for generating topspin, and I've used them all and like them. And so from my research and experimentation, it also th seems like thinner gauges produce higher spin. And so I went back to, to kind of research this a bit more. Um, but, you know, there was some, some people who thought that it was the opposite, um, and they point to Rafa that he uses a 15L gauge. And so I encourage you to experiment for yourself to ultimately find out for you, uh, what uh, between the thinner and thicker gauge uh, strings helps you produce more top spin. But I find that it's um, the thinner gauges. So yeah, I mean, with these uh, with these eight tips here, let's just review them one more time for you all. Um, you can write them down if you want or type them. Number one, tweak your grip more towards a semi-western or western grip. Number two, get the racket head under the ball more. Number three, turn your hips and shoulders to, to uh, generate more power and hence spin. Number four, reduce tension in your body. Number five, swing faster. Number six, reduce your string tension, in my opinion. Number seven, get a racket with a more open string pattern. The most expensive uh, option here, <laughs> but it can help a lot. And number eight, experiment with different strings, uh, string types string brands and the thickness slash thin uh, thinness is that a word thinness <laughs> of the strings and ultimately your technique is what's going to get you the lion's share of the spin so that's going to be the first five tips here but these gear tweaks can also help you get that extra bit of spin and better feel on the racket to produce more spin which feel is important as well and so for links to all the gear and resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes page in your podcast app or go to tennisfiles.com slash podcast. And the show notes will also be at tennisfiles.com slash 163. That's tennisfiles.com slash 163 um, with all the links that I mentioned. And yeah, yeah, I hope that this episode has helped you figure out some ways that you can implement, you know, just take 
one or two of them at a time, master those ways, and then try the other ways if you'd like. And I would also really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the Tennis Files podcast. That way uh, you would immediately get the these podcast episodes downloaded to the podcast app that you use to listen to the show and your, advi- uh, your device. So say if you're on your iPhone and you're on Apple Podcasts and you hit that subscribe button, which takes half a second, um, especially if you have fast fingers, you know, um, then every Wednesday morning when I publish these podcast episodes, boom, it's going to be automatically downloaded to your uh, phone and your app so you don't have to go hunting for it. So it's very convenient. And it also really helps the show uh, move up in the rankings and get more vis- visibility and, and, and uh, downloads. And so I really would appreciate that if you'd subscribe, um, if you feel that the show provides value to you. So thanks for that. And I'd also like to leave you with a quote, as I often love to do at the end of the show. And this one is by Arthur Ashe. And he says, The ideal attitude is to be physically loose and mentally tight. And that's a great quote. And it does also pertain to what we talked about today, where, uh, you know, we talked about obviously more of the physical, technical, and gear side, but um, the looser you are in general, you know, you have to find that range that works for you. But, you know, the looser you are, the better you're going to play and the more power uh, you're going to generate and uh, just you're going to play better overall. So that's pretty much it. And yeah, I really appreciate your support and all the great messages and emails that I get uh, really keeps me going and it fills me with a burst of tennis energy to produce more content for you all. And um, yeah, I really urge you to just try out one or two of these tweaks and let me know how it works out for you by emailing me at mirban at tennisfiles.com. That's M-E-H-R-B-A-N at tennisfiles.com, M-E-H-R-B-A-N at T-E-N-N-I-S-F-I-L-E-S.com. Or just leave a podcast review in Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice that you're using to listen to this episode. All right. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode of the Tennis Files podcast. This is Mirban signing out. Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit TennisFiles.com.